0: Welcome back. My name is Chris. I'm Andy. And I'm Steve. This is Streaming Things and the new and improved intro music.
1: Hey, <laughs>
0: hey, who made that? Who made this theme? That was Andy. Some badass out there. I don't know. Good job, Andy. Thanks, I hope you guys man. are digging this tunage that Andy drummed up for your ear holes. He worked very hard on it.
2: I did. It, it took many, many, many uh, drafts. I drove Chris and Steve nuts I kept being like hey guys it could be this and I'd send them like a video of uh, a riff that I came up with and then I was like here's a variation of that in a different key and then I added this little trill to it and they're like sweet and then before they had a chance to respond <laughs> to that and I was like or it could be this thing instead and so then I sent them that and eventually within a day I'd sent them I think like nine or ten videos with all these variations of a couple of different riffs and eventually they just stopped responding.
0: Well, it didn't drive me crazy, because I predicted that that would be how it went down. (laughs) I was like, Andy's going to find something perfectly usable and then give us 12 iterations of it. Um, But you might be thinking, dear listener, what the fuck? Where's the super dope, Stranger Things-esque EDM soundtrack that we've come to know and love? And I I hear you, I feel you, uh, but we are trying to create a life outside of Stranger Things, which is bleak, as that may sound, we need to do. And that's what we came up with, you know, again, when Stranger Things season four drops, we're, we're going to be doing all our usual strangery thingy. Is that an adjective you can use? Stranger-y it thing- is now. Or, yeah, I think it is, actually, if you Google it. Um, but yeah, in, in between the show and the seasons, we, we need to have a life. And so we need our own theme song outside of that show. And also, we got some new logo edge coming up soon uh we've got a graphic designer working on uh, a good facade for our show that should be coming soon as far as we know in fact (laughs) (laughs) i'm just shrugging right now we commissioned it we're we're holding tight (laughs) i'm I'm very excited for that so today's episode as warned we're talking about all of the most anticipated films of 2021 this year Uh, so we're going to go through all of the things that should have come out in 2020 and are pushed back to this year and all the things that are slated to come out uh, in 2021. And we should say, as a caveat, we have no idea if these films are going to come out this year either. In fact, some of the dates that I wrote down for the release of a lot of these tentpole films have already been pushed back in the day since I wrote them on the piece of paper for the notes for this show. <laughs> and that's probably going to continue to get worse uh, as the year goes on. Did you guys notice that? I don't know. Have you were doing your own research for this? But like last night, Edgar Wright tweeted that. Last night in Soho was no longer going to come out. In April, it was going to come out in October of oh, this I did year. Not see that. Uh, which broke my heart. It seems
1: like everything's coming out in October next year. Like, a lot of the stuff that I was looking at was like, October, October, October. And it, it was just an interesting thing to kind of see.
0: Yeah, for sure. I, I, I think there's a certain amount of, uh, like, trying to be safe and doing some mathematics on the state of the economy and the virus mm-hmm. uh, and where that's going to be. Uh, just the latter half of the year. And there's always been, like, good months to have movies come out. Like, you put your shit movies out in January, huge movies out in, in the summer, and then again in December, and then Halloweeny type movies in October, and it, it's always been the way it's been. But mm-hmm. uh, And then uh, Morbius uh, was supposed to come out in March and has now been pushed back to 2022. Oh, shit. So since I wrote down Morbius...
1: Is that the Spider-Man
0: yeah, like kind the, of thing. Yeah, the vampire spin-off of Spider-Man, yeah.
1: With uh, Jared Leto, right?
0: Jared Leto indeed. Mm-hmm. And their comic book uh, aficionado's listening are going, "Vampire Spider-Man <laughs> thing." <laughs> yeah, slamming their phone against the table. Uh, I'm very sorry, but I got to uh, be
1: honest, I saw the trailer for Morbius when it originally came out like what feels like a year and a half ago, and even then I was like, Pass.
0: <laughs> well, you don't have to worry, Steve. You don't have to worry about that film until 2022. Yay! At the soonest. Um, but anyway,
1: also, I do want to. While we're here, before we get too much further, I want to say we are being joined by three special guests, and those are my dogs. So you'll probably <laughs> hear them clinking and clanking around in the room. <laughs> They're banging uh, right now. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> My wife isn't home yet, so she can't like sequester them in her office with her. So they're kind of like freely roaming in the room. So if you hear like <laughs> in the background, that's uh, that's their little toenails on the hardwood floor. So apologies for that. That's either man. them
0: or Morbius climbing the walls.
1: Oh shit! He's Just right behind you. Revenge! It's Jared Leto. Who let him yeah. in? So if the dogs offend another you, another comic book franchise. Jared
0: Leto. <laughs> <laughs> Two down. If the dogs offend you, uh, you're a terrible person. And uh, John Wick will be coming to see you shortly. (laughs) Be seeing you.
1: sure sure that's my that's my john wick hey speaking of john wick uh andy do you remember when you were like let's go see john wick 3 and i was like yeah and i realized as soon as we started watching it that i had not seen john wick 2 (laughs) what the hell steve (laughs) i'd had a stroke or something and thought i'd seen it but when we sat down i was like i have no clue what's happening
0: (laughs) that's a that's a terrible world building leap there between one and three yeah um so a few uh, business things straight off the top, I guess. Uh, we're still back, so you're probably excited. This is the third Monday in a row. We did, we did it. back-to-back <laughs> episodes. I'll tell oh, my goodness. Sad. Back-to-back-to-back. Oh, shit. Um, and so, yep, we will still be coming out every Monday, 3.16 uh, a.m. Hell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, Eastern Standard Time, I should say.
1: Oh, yeah. I love Eastern Standard Time. <laughs>
0: so, Set my watch to it. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. I can't do a Steve Austin impersonation. I <laughs>
1: like um, how your attempt to Steve Austin was like, literally. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, 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 that wasn't it. That was me not trying at all, just to be clear. Um, so, yeah, uh, our email is streamingthingspod at gmo.com. If you want to uh, add to the conversation or write to us, let us know anything in any way. We do have some segments that we actually planned when we originally, uh, on our second or third iteration of this show, we do plan on continuing those. One is called Check the Gate. Uh, where we talk about some some movie news and things coming out in the industry. Uh, but this entire, the dogs are still uh, uh, engaging humping. in coitus yep. uh, in my peripheral. So Get a me. room,
1: you two. <laughs> I do want to point out it's the lady humping the boy. It is so indeed, there's some pegging going yeah. on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so check P- the Pippin's game. getting pegged. <laughs> <laughs> this is where we talk about movie news. We don't need to do Check the Gate on this episode because the entire thing is essentially one giant Check the Gate. We're just talking about uh, the state of the industry in general and all the films slated to come out in, in 2021. Uh, we also have a, a Crossing Streams segment, which uh, used to be called somewhat on the nose what we've been streaming. Uh, so it's going to be called Crossing Streams, just so you don't get lost in the future. just want to let everybody know what's going on. Um, so we will be doing that, but that's just going to be literally what we've been streaming.
2: Yeah, uh, just with a clever name. Is there any
0: business things that I forgot? I mean, we're all kind of dipping our toe in the water here. I just want to make sure everybody's on the. No, that's,
1: that's basically it, I think, on our end. I mean, stay tuned. We're going to probably have more stuff in the future, but, you know, baby steps.
0: Absolutely. Baby steps. And then um, right into that email address, streamingthingspot at com, because uh, on slower weeks or where we don't have a big tent pole to discuss, we're going to be just coming up with topics and we're open to ideas, things that you would like to hear us talk about riff about we would love to hear that so you can send those we've already gotten
1: a couple suggestions so thank you so much for those of you who have sent them in already yes
0: thank you to people who were better fans than the rest frankly (laughs) or at least better access to internet i don't know what your situation is i'm sorry for assuming (laughs) don't assume my internet privileges (laughs) That's, that's correct uh so we kick it off with crossing streams i guess right damn buddy all right andy what have you been streaming
2: So I uh, recently got into a show that my brother had recommended to me. And when he told me about it, I immediately said, oh, yeah, dude, of course I watched that show fucking rules. Uh, It turned out, indeed, I had not been watching it. That show being Manhunt Unabomber. Mm. Uh, He said those words to me and my head filled in Mindhunter because he said (laughs) there is a show that I'm watching about a serial killer. And it's kind of about the formation of this branch of the FBI where they start figuring out new ways and how they can start to track this guy. And he's basically describing Mindhunter, but he's not. He's actually describing Manhunt Unabomber, and it is very much the same thing. They're dealing with—excuse me—they're dealing with the— The Unabomber, and they're trying to figure out who he is, and they start to develop this new means of tracking somebody. They use the way that he writes and his linguistic style uh, to try to track him. Mm -hmm. And whereas if you watch Mindhunter, it's about the formation of a branch of the FBI where they start to interview uh, serial killers and try to dive deep into the psyche of them and what makes them tick and how can we think like them in order to start to track them and stuff. So anyway he i had this conversation with my brother and i just immediately said yeah that that show's dope awesome moved on was scrolling netflix uh, a few days ago and manhunt unabomber popped up i was like oh shit i haven't watched that at all and then i realized it was the one that my brother was telling about it uh stars uh paul bettany as the unabomber ted kaczynski and he
1: absolutely fucking kills it I wouldn't. You know, that's that's inspired casting right there.
0: I love Paul Bettany.
1: Yeah, me too. I would. I would never like. He's such a pleasant person that like I would never make him the Unabomber. Yeah, I, right.
0: I, I'm offended at the notion. And if you
2: know <laughs> anything about Ted Kaczynski, which I did not, I I knew Ted Kaczynski is the Unabomber from uh, scene in Goodwill Hunting, where uh, uh, Robin Williams said, uh, just says the name. Kaczynski, and the guy says, Unabomber. And he says, and it's something about uh, recognition of name or something. Uh, so that was literally all I knew about the Unabomber was his name. So I found out, like, what Unabomber meant. It's University Airport, Una, and then Bomber. And uh, he wanted to be called, like, the Freedom Club or something. He signed all of his letters FC. So I'm learning all this shit. And it's kind of like uh, when Chris saw Hamilton for the first time and didn't know any of the history of it. Like, no spoilers. Like, the history out there, but, like, it's new to me so um i was super sad so i don't want to <laughs> you don't want me to spoil the tale of the unabomber for you right hamilton now hamilton does end tragically but yeah no they're like trying to get a guilty plea and stuff and i'm like oh my god is he gonna plead guilty and i don't want to google it and find out and get to his wikipedia and stuff so i actually don't know yet i'm like i think i have like two episodes left where is it streaming on it is on netflix that's uh, right you it's a netflix that. original um it, it I, I actually super enjoy it. Uh, so in addition to uh, Sam, um, Paul Bettany, uh, the lead is Sam Worthington, who uh, not exactly inspired casting. Like, I've only seen him in a couple of things, like Avatar and I think a Terminator movie oh, or something. Oh, he still
1: gets work? Yeah, right. Um, I haven't seen that guy since fucking Terminator whatever the fuck he was in. The, right. the one with uh, Christian Bale. Jenna Revolution. Rise of the Machines. Something. I thought that was three. Christian Bale's the third one, row, right? I don't no, know. he's in the fourth one because it goes one, two, three, and then Christian Bale, and then it goes to uh, Genesis.
0: A bunch of bad ones and then the good one, Dark Fate. Was Dark Fate good? It's good.
1: Oh, okay. I've kind of completely given up on Terminator. Good sense <laughs> no, you to. should
0: try it. You should try it.
2: But I, so Sam Worthington is kind of like a Keanu, Ree- Keanu Reeves as an actor where it's very much like kind of a blank slate and you sort of project the everyman onto him. There isn't anything in his performance where I'm like, oh, I see what you're doing there. But I'm not an actor, so maybe it's fucking brilliant. Uh, so I very much don't I, – I don't see him as anything other than a blank slate, and maybe that's good. Maybe that's the point. Uh, but opposite of that, Paul Bettany um, as Ted Kaczynski, it's actually pretty brilliant casting because he's not like this savage, horrific person – he did savage, horrific things, but he did those to gain attention to his message. He was actually like a wildly intelligent person that had theories about uh, the progress of uh, society in an age of a te- technology and stuff. So it's actually a really good show. I super recommend it. Uh, I, I think that it, if nothing else, it's a really well-made history lesson. You know, uh, it's, think of it as like watching Wikipedia starring Paul Bettany.
0: And that's Manhunt manhunt unabomber which is not to be confused with mind hunter we're not hunting minds we're hunting man or martian manhunter which is not to be confused with the game or hard target david fincher movie yeah hunting man hard target in the game all right never mind it's a fucking (laughs) deep cut steve what the hell have you been streaming
1: oh real quick i do want to piggyback on on your suggestion there andy um I think a show that you would like. Have you ever heard of Des? No. I believe it's a it's a I think it's a mini series, a British mini series you can watch it on Prime, but it stars David Tennant as a serial killer mm. named Des.
2: Oh, awesome! I think and, you told me about this one. Yeah,
1: time. You, when you said like inspired acting choice for someone who's playing a serial killer who isn't like. I'm evil and crazy. Mm -hmm. You got David Tennant in there who's just kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, I killed that that guy's in the closet. Uh, You'll (laughs) find three more upstairs. He's just kind of like, why'd you kill those people? I thought you'd help me figure that out. Like, he's just very (laughs) like, I don't know. (laughs) I love me some David Tennant. Uh, But what I have been streaming, you know, if the listener was kind enough to uh, listen to our 2021 Survival Guide episode last week, um, they might have heard you guys talk about a show called Upload. Oh, I yeah. was not hip to this show. I had heard about it, but I had not watched it. But hearing you guys talk such good things about it inspired me to go and binge it all in a single day. Nice. Uh, so I watched all of Upload, which I just found absolutely lovely. Um, I really thought a lot of the ideas of, you know, apps in the afterlife, that type of like um what do you call it? The like the the, the marketing that they have in the afterlife, mm-hmm. and, you know, how that changes how people approach living and that kind of thing was it was really interesting and really well thought out um it's silly where it needs to be it's sad where it needs to be uh i think the two leads are great and have really good chemistry um and the guy who plays nathan robbie amell robbie Amel, yeah he's from uh green arrow is he is he the green arrow well, he's Stephen actually amell. the
2: actor's brother um but he was a bit character in that show and then spun off and he plays uh Someone else in the uh, DCCW uh, series of TV shows, and I'm blanking right now on which one he is.
1: Well, he... Dude, if they ever need to like do a Tom Cruise biopic, and they're like, let's get Tom, young Tom Cruise. Because there are some times where that guy's walking around like, dude, that guy looks just like Tom Cruise. It's that's fucking uncanny. That's the fucking Maverick. He does look like him, doesn't he? Yeah, it's really weird. But, uh, you know, I really, really like the writing. I, I was surprised at how much I got into the, like, romantic... You know, part of it isn't it? Isn't yeah, it? it sucks you right in because the the two leads, uh, Nathan, or I'm sorry, Robbie and Mel, and is it Andy Olo? Who Andy Allo. Marvel? Andy Allo. The two of them are just like immediately like, I hope they get together, even though yeah. it's obvious <laughs> from the moment they interact. Like, oh, those are the love interests sure. for the show. Um, I really, really love the um, Luke, the guy who plays the uh, the the. He's like a war veteran that you know. Didn't have legs when he was alive, but he has legs in the afterlife. So he's kind of like crazy and he's been there so long that he just kind of like doesn't give a shit. And <laughs> he found all the glitches where if you like bang the toaster a certain amount of time, it gives you a free bagel. Yeah, oh, could, yeah. I love the
0: <laughs> capitalism of it. Like the, I mean, it's a really fun show with a lot of cool sci fi ideas, but it's actually really sharp, you know, when it talks about like the, because the, that's totally how it would be. Like the, what kind of afterlife can you afford? Oh, exactly. Mm-hmm. There's the that almost purgatory. Like, Oh, this is where the two gigs go. Yeah. You know, like, like, <laughs> yeah. Two gigs worth of
1: data you can use in the afterlife until you just freeze and don't do anything. And yep. it's,
0: There's yeah. some brutal social commentary there. I really enjoyed it. I can't wait for season two. Yeah. Glad so, you liked it, Steve. Yeah. Thank you guys mm-hmm. for
1: turning me on to that upload. Go watch it I love it turning on, uh... Steve on.
0: That is like my <laughs> favorite oh, God, thing. God, do it more.
1: <laughs> and that's on uh, uh, Amazon, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, yeah. Yep. A lot of Prime talk today.
0: A lot mm-hmm. of Prime talk. This is the Prime Time show. Hell yeah. I get it. <laughs> Chris... Are we what doing like you, a one at a time thing or are we just, is that all you've been streaming or yeah. I don't want to break the rules or break the, I mean, I already broke the fourth wall, so fuck it, I guess. But. Pick, pick a thing. Okay. What have uh, you been streaming? I watched uh, a movie called One Night in Miami. Okay. Um,
1: oh, how is that? I saw- It's also on Prime. Oh, shit. So well, I, mine
0: was Netflix. Yours were Prime. Didn't intend to do that. Uh,
1: totally unrelated. Uh, Mr. Bezos, or you can send our check in the mail. <laughs> um
0: also, I noticed I ordered a package and it got here really quickly and efficiently and was packaged well. And I just want to throw that out there. You
1: know, guys, when I have a packaging situation, I just always <laughs> turn to Amazon. Amazon, will take you places. <laughs>
0: <laughs> We're just really aching for sponsorship. Uh, one Amazon, night in Miami. Our <laughs> people aren't workers. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Our workers are
1: people. I got that fucked up. Sorry.
0: <laughs> God damn it. Our people are workers. We demand that they be so or we fire them. Or kill them. That's the more accurate advertisement. We just lost our sponsorship. <laughs> Amazon, unionize. <laughs> we're not going to lose our sponsorship. I have those dick pics, Bezos. <laughs>
1: I'll release them again.
0: <laughs> That's just a picture of his head. How many times have I told you, Steve? <laughs> it's a headshot. Uh, One Night in Miami uh, is a phenomenal film. I watched that movie. Uh, and again, to break the fourth wall again, and I don't know if we're supposed to spill these beans, Stephen. I've been calling him Stephen because I feel like we're getting closer.
1: When you get more close to someone you use more formal
0: names. (laughs) Oh. Because you know how you like your parents will use the long form of your name and your lover and then me. Do you know what I mean? (laughs) I know exactly what you you are all three. So
1: listen. Why did you indicate that my lover and you are two different people?
0: (laughs) (laughs) We are actually recording this from the past. Okay. (laughs) There's layers (laughs) to you are listening to this. In the future, Whoa. So this day, <laughs> Our this, today, as you are listening to this, I believe is February first. Am I wrong? I think I am right. Uh, okay. This episode will come out on the first, yes. Yeah. So February. this is today is February. Welcome to February, guys. We oh my god, it. I love it this month that we're in. Uh, but right now, it's not February first, and so uh, I watched one night in Miami like the day after it debuted, um, but it'll be like a week and a half by the time you're listening to this. And the reason I bring that up is because I feel like we should talk about, like, the inauguration. Obviously, we all stream that. Right. But at the same time, when they're listening to this... The what? They'll be like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, One Night in Miami is so good. I watched it at, like, 5 in the morning. um, And you talked about Hamilton a lot. It's got Leslie Odom Jr. Mm, um, playing Sam Cooke. I I didn't quite recognize, and that's how stupid I am without, like, the curly wig and stuff, right? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, his character has to sing a lot, you know, and I was like, where the fuck have I heard that angelic, perfect voice before? It's from Hamilton, dummy. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. And uh, the, the guy who plays Cassius Clay or a.k.a. Muhammad Ali, um, you would think that emulating Muhammad Ali's voice would be like sticky or schlocky, you know, because he's got a just a very recognizable cadence uh, it's not at all. He just does it perfectly. Um, and it's nice. it's basically a stage play. It's mostly four men in a room talking and riffing off one another. And uh, for some reason, that sometimes is the most interesting thing you can do in a movie. It's just let them choose scenery, uh, bounce off each other. Um, That's
1: what this podcast is
0: missing, is what you're saying. We just need one more man in this room, and we can be big.
1: We need Muhammad Ali. <laughs> I, would say,
0: I would say a woman. Mm, you're right race right. to complete it. Hashtag twenty twenty one. That's what I'm saying. But uh, it would be less soft and work misogyny, which we've been working on so much. Four I stars. I can't let that go. I love that review. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's what I was streaming. Uh, I highly recommend it. If you guys have not seen it, um, the whole reason I brought that I watched it at five a.m. up is because you would think. I thought even I was going to turn it off by 5.30 because it's fucking 5 in the morning and I'm just, I can't sleep. What am I doing? And I had to work that day. So I had to be at work at 8.30 or so. And I watched the entire thing like in rapt attention. I had a phenomenal day. In fact, uh, it was a good start to my day. So well, yeah. I recommend that. Just wake up early, put on a cup of joe and uh, pop in one night in Miami. I said pop in like anybody uses that that physical media anymore
2: pop in a k-cup bro yeah there you go
0: (laughs) so that brings us to our main segment to the main event the reason you're all here i presume uh the most anticipated films to be released in 2021 as far as anyone can hope because everything's changing every day yes um so the huge announcements were made this year uh i'll say that right off the top Warner Brothers shocked the world by stating that their entire 2021 slate would be dropped simultaneously in whatever theaters could house them safely and on HBO Max the very same day for no additional fee. So if you subscribe to HBO Max, you will get the movie seemingly for free, uh, which was huge, crazy. Uh, Christopher Nolan will probably never work with Warner Brothers again, even though that's been his home base for decades. He's very upset about it. What do you guys think? Just real briefly about... I mean, do you think that that was a bad call? Uh, 50-50, doesn't, you know, they had no choice kind of thing?
2: I don't understand enough of the logistics of it to know really how much it is going to impact theaters, but it's hard to imagine that it's easy to come back from that. When... like, Spoilers, my most anticipated movie of 2021 is Dune. And that is going to be on HBO. And I expect Maybe. a hell of a lot of people would have gone to the movies to see that. And a hell of a lot of popcorn would have been eaten and a lot of soda drank and Milk Dudes. Um, milk Dudes and Twizlers. Uh Peppermint Pate's. But so I I, I think it's awesome that we get to watch all those movies for free at home. Uh, I don't pay for HBO. I stole Chris's. <laughs> but uh, I would have... what. Prefer, I would have preferred to have seen them in a theater in a giant crowd and everybody's ooing and eyeing and at the same time. There that's something to be said for that and I, I want theater to stick around, but it's that's a lot of money that people are not going to go spend at a brick and mortar theater.
1: I think in the short term it's a good move for Warner brothers in the short term because we had all the subscribers because right. people hear that they immediately subscribe. I think they, they had like bonkers numbers for when, Wonder woman 1984 supposedly shot the bed. Well, a lot of people signed up cause they wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so short term, yeah, I think it's a good idea for Warner brothers Long term, I'm not too sure. Uh, as you mentioned before, Chris, no one's probably never going to work there again. Um, cause what they've done is they've alienated a lot of their creators that they rely on to make this content. And, um, I don't know if in the future they're going to have a lot of people going to them because they feel like... Because a lot of people in the industry like that, you know, they do it because they want to see their movie in a theater. Like, if you want to make movies, you want to see it in a movie theater. Sure. Um, And if that's not guaranteed or you feel like the the company you're working for, you can't trust them to not go behind your back and make this deal like this, you may alienate a lot of those creatives and lose them. Um, Personally... I love it because I hate going places. So I'm like, yeah, let me watch that <laughs> right. Wonder Woman and not have to go sit next to somebody. And I
0: think what they did for sure wrong, uh, You know, the kind of doesn't even need to be argued, is how they handled it, uh, talking to the, the people on their creative teams. Um, they seem to have no idea that they made this decision until yeah. we all read the announcement, which is obviously not the way to go about it.
1: Well, Andy, um, you mentioned Dune. Apparently, the... Um production team behind dune is suing warner brothers yeah. because they're like we didn't agree to this this wasn't part of the contract so oh, Dune might not even been. be on there by yeah, the that's end what of the you day when you said maybe i didn't yeah. know that yeah at the end of the day Dune may not be on hbo max i mean it's too early to tell but i mean they've definitely started uh, litigation against them
0: for it i'm excited for all of this um i've been thinking about it a lot. i was taking a shower today i was just really zoning out about it and i don't think movie theaters are going anywhere i really don't i firmly i don't like there's a lot of uh and among the film community uh, concern, you know, hey, this may be forever changed. And I think that that's inarguably the case. It's forever changed. But I don't know necessarily that it's in a bad way. Um, we were heading toward just the complete obliteration of what I liked about a movie theater anyway. Do you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's becoming what less like fast the food and yeah.
1: more and less, or it's gonna be it's becoming more fast food and less of an experience.
0: Yeah, it was just all the multiplexes and the bullshit. Uh, and Andy and I went really far out of our way to go to different smaller independent movie theaters uh, all the time, um, even though the sound quality wasn't as good because they don't have the, 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 enough money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, it was just a better experience in general. Uh, like Cincinnati has, a, where we live, has a, a local theater called The Esquire. That's where we love to see most indie films. Um, in fact, the last film I saw was Uncut Gems at the Esquire with Andy. Um, so I think it's gonna. There's gonna be a lot more Esquires, a lot less Regal Cinemas. Definitely, are <laughs> dead and yeah. uh, AMC's, and I think that's a great thing. Um, I, I feel bad, and I have a certain amount of privilege too, in that I have a 70 inch 4K TV with a high True. refresh rate. And full Sonos surround system with subwoofers. And you know what I mean? Like, I'm not bragging. I'm just saying, like, I have a fairly theatrical experience to where I would prefer to see Dune in a theater, but I could make it pretty badass in my living room. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah, bring it on, you know, where a lot of people might not have that. And they're just like, what the fuck? Watching on their laptop, which that's terrible, I'm sure. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. And I mean any you can even the most comforting movie experience at a house it pales in comparison to going to a like an auditorium movie theater and, and the communal experience it. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um some of the best you know memories of my life are seeing a, a movie theater in a theater packed with people who are like-minded who are like also enjoying it absolutely um, but that's the the uh the risk you take with uh movie theaters is sometimes people aren't polite sure um
2: if i'm honest with myself and really dig into my history of sitting next to somebody i don't know at a movie theater it's not good but you kind of just you know uh, have rose tinted glasses and think of it in a glowing light over time but the reality is it's like the first time i saw uh rise of skywalker there was a dude next to me that went after almost
0: every single thing that happened to be fair he was completely right
2: um well, yeah, it was a god-awful fucking movie, but I wanted to strangle that dude, and here I am, like, at the same time, you know, at one side of my mouth saying, fuck that guy, and the other side saying, but I love being there with people, you know, so, mm-hmm. I, I don't know, maybe I, once, I'll just have to see how I feel once I'm watching Dune at home, you know? If you do. If I do. <laughs>
0: if you do. If you do! <laughs> yes! And we're back! Welcome to Streaming Things. Uh, All right, let's jump into it. So, that's the one huge announcement. uh, Everyone already knew, uh, but just wanted to kind of that's the, that's, I'm setting the scenery. You know what I mean? And one of Steve's dogs, I think it's Steve, it might be Andy, keeps ripping hellacious farts. It's this one. I just discovered discovered it. It's (laughs) the
1: one sitting in my lap because, like, while I was talking about whatever I was just talking about last night, last time, it was really hard to keep my composure. But, like, what? So, listener, if you hear me
0: stutter and get distracted, that is why. He's, he's lofting like, actual poop particles.
1: He's looking at us like, don't hate me, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> he's definitely British.
1: I can't help it.
0: <laughs> but Pippin's uh, a little British boy. And then Netflix had an announcement as well. I just want to show that off top, too. So they're going to have a new film dropped on their streaming service every single week. That's great news for streaming things. We got lots of stuff to talk about. Hey, we do that. And I've got like uh, 67 movies to talk about. So obviously we're not going to get through them all. i want to touch some of our favorite high points and um, jump right into it. So these are the movies that were supposed to come out in 2020 and are supposedly, at least as of right now, coming out in 2021. Um, Morbius is not one of them. That's been moved to January of 2022. So we've got Coming to America. So the Coming to America sequel should drop on March 5th, uh, directed by Craig Brewer. It is... Like Eddie Murphy and Arsenio Hall are returning. You guys know about this movie? The I, I didn't know this was a thing. That's awesome. Yeah, I've heard it this. It is a Have thing. Uh, Wesley Snipes and Tracy Morgan will be joining the cast. Okay. Um, and Good James addition. Earl Jones will also be back, I believe. So, oh, yeah. isn't
2: he isn't like, is in his 90s or something?
0: I, yeah, I think he's got the actual Darth Vader respiratory kit now. Like, that's just a necessity. <laughs> but uh, it's still very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So, I'm excited for that. Um, the King's Man will be on march 12th which
2: is the kingsman sequel
0: right with uh, no Ray so Burns. there is a third kingsman movie coming out um this is actually a prequel
2: i'm sorry that's what i
0: meant right it is in that universe it, it's in the universe
2: yes. and that's one of three The well,
0: only reason i corrected you is because i had to do some research and that's the reality of it there is an actual third sequel coming out this is the prequel there's a okay. pre and c you got gotta get them straight man uh still directed by Matthew Vaughn so that's a good thing awesome. I really like these movies yeah hell yeah okay I didn't know if I was alone in that I felt they're, they're kind of a guilty pleasure but yes this one does have Rafe Fiennes and Jimon Hunsu um super excited about they give like Guy Ritchie vibes you know 100% 100% um Morbius I'm gonna cross that one off the list this was a huge one for me uh No Time to Die the new James Bond movie the new James Bond movie absolutely dude. It was supposed to come out on April 2nd it has been pushed back to November uh extremely disappointed I feel it's, bad
1: for uh, Billie Eilish. She dropped. I know. She dropped the song, and it's such a banger. And then they came, they like moved it back, and so now I feel like what's going to come. And actually, might have a second life. I hope so. because that's that a Great song. It's
0: going to be nominated for an Oscar. The be. James Bond songs always are, and it's Billie fucking Eilish. She's going to win because she's great. Fuck you, Frozen Three. You got no chance. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's Daniel Don't Craig's build a Snowman th- again. Daniel Craig's Last Adventure. <laughs> As uh, James Bond I just had the Wanna build a snowman <laughs> In my head immediately Thank you for that uh, I'm really excited about this One of my like top five That I'm most anticipating um, I'm a huge James Bond nut So
2: I, I'm i And Cary Pugnaga? Yeah dude I, I am super duper stoked for this Now uh, basically every other Daniel Craig one has been good uh,
0: But we just had a not great one So this one should be a banger And listen to this cast Ray Fiennes, by the way, twenty twenty one, fucking killing it. He's in like six of these movies that we're about to talk about. Uh, you got Leah Sidu, Ana de Armas, Ray Fiennes, Christoph Waltz, Rami Malek, Naomi Harris, and of course Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. And I was waving my arms in a way that the listener couldn't see, but that's how excited was I was like reading the cast list um and steve hop in i know you did some research too anytime you want to like i literally have a treasure trove of the future oh, of film dude here.
1: i'm i'm letting you go I mean, <laughs> you're on a roll here i'll just i'll chime in when i got some dick jokes to share all right cool uh a quiet place part
0: Two. Ooh, oh i'm huge, excited for that one. huge i'm really excited uh, for this dick. one. i love the original one they're adding um killian murphy to the cast <laughs> thanks andy really isn't uh who else is it classing up the joint it's Killian murphy and there's another big name actor they added Uh, i don't know is it emily blunt returns i know that here i'll look it up keep vamping yeah the only one i knew about was murphy i'm gonna keep vamping
1: i want to say it's someone you've already
0: mentioned but i don't want to say it and sound stupid as far as i know it's probably ray (laughs) fines let's be honest uh and how long did i call him ralph at least 10 Ah, years all right i was right so jaman hansu's in that too oh okay there we go Everybody says Ralph
2: Fiennes, right? You know, you have to.
0: Yeah, I remember, I believe you corrected me about a decade ago and told me it was Rafe. And I was like, no, it's not. No, it's not. What kind of asshole would spell it Ralph? (laughs) And it turns out he is that guy. Well, his mother, I guess. Yeah, his parents. I'm sorry I called your mother an asshole, Rafe. (laughs) (laughs) Better country from which he (laughs) hails. Better
1: if, like, he really is named Ralph, but,
0: like, when he became famous, like, no, it's
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rafe. Actually, this is how you say my
0: name. It's Joe Deerte. (laughs) Such a good actor. Uh, black widow may 7th supposedly that's one that i don't think will survive the may 7th slot i am not as hyped about that as i should be i think it's gonna be amazing and andy our show has a few little uh gems in this list mm-hmm. in particular david harbour yep absolutely yeah, black widow yeah. i really uh,
1: love uh his parts in the trailer that they've showed for that where he's like this, like old like uh, past his golden years Russian superhero version of Captain America I think yeah. is kind
0: of what he's supposed yeah. to be absolutely and it's got Rachel Weisz uh, Florence Pugh yeah it's Florence gonna be amazing Pugh. Andy you're an asshole Pew. you're just over there hanging out with Rafe's mother just being assholes together <laughs> uh, Free Guy was supposed to come out. It is now going to be out on May twenty first. Do you guys remember Free Guy?
1: Yes, that's the uh,
0: NPC game. Yeah. Right? yeah, Ryan Reynolds as the NPC. Yeah.
1: I was actually really excited for that movie when they when the concept first came out for what it is. But when I
0: saw the trailer for it, it was like, exactly. it was much less mm-hmm. excited about it because it, I don't know. It just seemed a lot. Reminded me of Pixel, the Adam yeah. Taylor movie. Yeah, I was it like, sounds hilarious. And then you get Ryan Reynolds, you're like, oh, it's fucking amazing. And then you see it in action, and you're like, eh. I could yeah. probably miss that one. I don't smoke weed anymore. I think I think the thing that kind of turned me off was the that I guess there's an implied romance
1: between the NPC Ryan Reynolds and the real world player character, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, okay, I, I'd rather it kind of... Like, obviously, that's a box
2: that was being checked. Yeah. For, Ooh, I don't the know, man. Do.
0: If there was like a VR cyberpunk, Judy Alvarez, Judy. I don't know. I think I'd fall in love. I may have already.
1: But Judy wouldn't love you, is my understanding. No. Chris has a female B. That is correct.
0: <laughs> that is correct. Way to make me sad, Steve. Uh Godzilla versus Kong, which will be on HBO Max, I believe, on May twenty first. Kong is going to put hands on Godzilla. For sure. Literal awesome. hands. Because he has hands in Godzilla does not. <laughs> so that's not fair. Well,
2: Godzilla's getting the E B hands.
1: I feel like for a lot of these movies, I'm gonna be the one that's like, eh about a lot of these you're, are like, you in about this Godzilla vs Kong does nothing for me how about this Steve? I did not did be- like the King Kong reboot that came out a couple years ago with one with Jack Black no <laughs> no the one with Samuel, <laughs> <Jackson>. <laughs> <laughs> with Samuel Jackson do you know what I'm talking about <laughs> yeah I know what you're talking about yeah, the Peter Jackson, Peter Jackson movie Jackson from 05 That's mm-hmm. that pretty good I actually like that movie I, I, I don't like the new one that came out there's um, a lot of helicopters and guns and whatnot. I thought the new one was
0: way too like do you know who's edgy? in Gala- Godzilla vs Kong though probably the same people who Millie, were Bobby in Godzilla Brown. Millie Bobby Brown I, well, no get way. excited now I like steve Lily bobby brown but the little of, mbb action for you none of the current godzilla movies are good and one of the seven scars guards is in it Stellan, peter alexander ben, <laughs> ben. chuck uh Tom. okay also on may 21st the movie spiral do you guys know what this is that's no. the uh chris rock saw prequel i forgot that that was going to be a thing yeah. oh that's shit one. yeah it's That's the Saw reboot with Chris Rock. He's directing it too, isn't he? I think so. Yeah, he's directing it. It'd be easy to check, it. but I'm, I'm not going to do that. it. Dude, the first couple
2: Saw movies were fantastic.
1: They were? Everything I've heard from that, it sounds like they're, you know, you know, capitalizing on what made Saw good originally, but also taking it in a different direction with a completely new perspective, which is I'm all about. And Chris Rock. Oh, I've never seen him in like a serious, you know, I didn't horror watch, type uh, role.
0: Definitely never horror. I haven't watched um, Fargo season four yet. And I'm a huge fan of one through three, but Chris Rock is supposed to be amazing in that. Um, uh, F9 is what it's called. May 28th. Oh, Fast and Furious. Fast and Furious 9.
1: For a second, I was like, (laughs)
0: is that some weird IT
1: support movie?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Shift F9? Uh, No. No interest. No, I mean, this franchise is much beloved, even by people that, you know, I know it sounded really elitist. Uh, it's much beloved. I'll just leave it shit about movies. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Andy, you said it, not me. Uh, I just never got into it and I feel like I should have. Um I love the first one. Family. The fa- like you know, it's fun to watch ironically and whatnot. A couple of the newer ones. My son likes them because he loves Dwayne The Rock Johnson because of his brief foray into WWE fandom. And so I've been able to kind of catch up on like five through eight, uh, thanks to him. But I mean they're they're fun. I've only seen
1: the one The last one with Paul Walker. That's the only Fast and the Furious. I want to say that was
0: five, six, one. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I just said that. I'm saying random numbers. That's a franchise that never interested me. um, I'm not a a car guy. I'm
1: I'm not a car guy. And as a person who worked at movie theaters when those movies were like huge and just starting off, I hated the people that came and saw them because the fandom bothered you. Dude, because they would just bring their stupid shit aluminas that they put, like, underglows on, and, and then they would do donuts in the lunch. back shit. parking yeah. lot, and we'd have to yell <laughs> at them all the time. And one of the best days of my life was they were doing donuts in the parking lot. You know how, like, parking lots have those, like, um, little cement barriers that have, like, plants in the middle of them as sort of, like, decorative oh, yeah. pieces? Well, this guy who had a lowrider is doing donuts, and I'm walking into my work, and I'm like, that fucking idiot, I hate him, When <laughs> went inside to grab, like, my check or something from work, and on my way out, while I was inside, he had donutted over, over top one of those cement barriers and just fucked up his car. And like all these people
0: are
1: like, oh, man, your car. And the guy's like, what am I going to do? And I'm just, I'm just like, good.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Some Steves just want to watch the world burn. Yep. Uh, also coming out, Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, my God. I'm so stoked about that I movie. Had forgotten and I forgot this that, that it was going to be. That's why this episode's fun. There's so many of these moments, Andy. Remember this the trailer? Is, it looks so good. This is the actual movie. This is another streaming things uh Yeah, day. Finn Wolfhard woofing it even harder, I hear. <laughs> that was terrible. Is he being like a... age really with something bad? <laughs> is, is, is
1: Mike being somehow an even larger cunt in Ghostbusters? Yes. <laughs>
0: pa- Paul Rudd is in it. And of course Bill fucking Murray, the legend. Answered the call. Uh do you, do you know who's directing this? Do you know? Do you know Andy? It's the son of the guy that directed the original, right? Oh, I thought, thought that was what it right. was. Yeah. I don't think it is. I think it's Jason fucking Reitman. Oh. Yeah, isn't that him? Is he his son?
1: It's, I don't know. We're going to look this The up. original writer is a Reitman. Is he? <laughs> I'm sorry, so. audience. I'm supposed to be Everyone just semi-professional. Out yeah,
0: Ivan Reitman. Ru- oh, my Ru- God. Yeah. We're both right. <laughs> Mostly me being wrong. Do you like how I tried to save myself? <laughs> so, <laughs> quick chris grab that lifeline i didn't know that so okay quick background on me guys i'm ridiculously huge fan of jason reitman juno thank you for smoking oh, up yeah. in the air I'm i love, love the the these movies so yes um hard yes andy knows very obsessed with him up in the air i've seen a thousand times so i saw this and on my little list i'm doing i did not know that that was he was Isn't like awesome? in, he was it was nepotism i didn't right, know there yeah. was
1: any nepotism yeah, I'm super excited about that movie because of uh, I love Paul Rudd, and he's a uh, modern day Jack Lemon. I love him, and it's my cousin Jack Lemon. My name is oh, Chris oh. Rudd. Can you get him, get him on the show?
0: I'll text him. See he's usually pretty busy. Cousin Ant- Paul, with family stuff,
1: <laughs> family Ant-Man,
0: stuff, Ant Man stuff, uh, Top Gun Maverick, July second. You don't I'm care about super, that one? I'm super stoked about it. Oh, I, are
2: you okay? Yeah, I grew up loving the shit out of Top Gun. Uh, my brother was a big fan. I think is why he's a pilot now. Uh, so I watched that with him a ton when I was a kid. So I'm just like, hear that. I'm like, it's
0: yes, in my veins, dude. This one's got John Hamm, Miles Teller, Jennifer Connelly. It's a
2: good cast. It's a, good a cast. really good cast. Very exciting. Very exciting.
0: In uh, the Heights, skip that one. That's June 18th. It's a-, a Is that the Lin-Manuel? lin joint. It's going to be phenomenal. Phenomenon. Uh, I don't even know why I this down. Jungle Cruise. Don't Uh, know what that is. Hard Pass. It's a film made about the the theme ride of the same name at Disneyland, Jungle Cruise. Starring The Rock and Emily Blunt, which is weird that Emily Blunt's in it.
2: Missed Opportunity, not casting Tom Cruise. (laughs)
0: Jungle Jungle (laughs) Cruise. It's just him with a safari hat on. Uh, Candyman. It's not a reboot, it's a sequel. August twenty seventh, which is my birthday. Uh, I've heard
1: nothing but great things about this movie.
0: Produced by Jordan Peele, mm-hmm. that's why. Could and it's be... a
1: first time director. And mm-hmm. from what I understand, she like blows it out of the water. Like every early review of it, like has nothing but high things to say about it. And normally, I'm not super into uh, horror films, but Candyman was one of those horror films that I saw when
0: I was way too young, and it scarred me very deeply. <laughs> Did you do the thing where you? Uh... Turn the lights off in the elementary school bathroom and said his name three times? No, I was too scared. Right. <laughs> but that was a thing at your school, right? Oh, yeah, it was definitely a thing. I did I, that yeah.
2: at the sink in my, basement's parent, or my parents' basement when I was a kid. Dude, do freaked me the
1: fuck out. <laughs> well, technically, I think our school, we didn't do Candyman. We did the uh, Bloody Mary. Bloody Mary was a thing, too, for yeah, sure. We, we were on the Bloody Mary end of things. But, yeah, I never did it because I'm like, Bloody Mary. But no, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not worth it.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm it. a man of science. But there's something about risk. Yes, I'm, yeah. I'm risk averse. There's no reward here. You mean I there's, get it.
1: there's a small percentage of a chance that
0: if I say <laughs> the same three times,
1: I'll die? <laughs> and Brutally? It's uh, like hard pass. <laughs>
2: I get it. It's like when you it. hydroplane in your car, all the atheism just leaves your body. And you're like, please, God, please, God, please, God. <laughs> okay, I'm cool. Yeah. And right.
1: it, and it's like,
0: <laughs> I didn't believe. <laughs> I, I never believed. I never any believed anything. But thank you. Uh, Death on the Nile And I just brought this up Because it's a Kenneth Branagh joint um, It's another Agatha Christie novel Yeah Like Death on the Orient Express Another uh, or Poir- Murder Poirot Is that his name Poirot
1: yeah Poirot <laughs> It's Poirot That ridiculous mustache That I can't believe They, <laughs> oh, I they were like Yes keep that I,
0: If I could grow that I would always have that uh, That's September 17th And October 1st Supposedly Is Dune
1: Yes Yes Directed by most, the
0: phenomenal Denis Villeneuve.
1: That is my most anticipated movie of next year is Dune. Big same. I, Timothy Chalamet. Act- the cast in Dune is so good. You got Timothy Chalamet. You got a Skarsgård. <laughs> I think it's Stellan. Uh, Zendaya. Zendaya. You got uh, um, Dave Z- Bautista. Jason Momoa. Momoa. You got uh, um, Oscar Isaac. Oscar a Isaac. Fucking
0: hunk of men. Uh,
1: hunk of men. What's his movie. name? Huh? The guy who played Josh, Thanos? Brolin? Josh Brolin. Oh, nice. The Brols. Mm-hmm uh i just hella cast i just love i I actually have a weird affection for the original late 80s film with sting uh it's fincher did that right no lynch 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 yeah Yeah, i knew you meant lynch actually uh thanks thanks buddy (laughs) uh and i actually over the summer i read the novelization for the first time because i've never actually read the book so i'm like oh i'll read it gave it a good read and um yeah the book you think of the book I mean, and the book's good. It's it's, it's written in an interesting way. Um, Definitely you can tell it was written in a much different time period. Sure. Um,
0: It was a different time.
1: The the weird thing about the book is it's very, like, matter-of-fact. Like, I saw this, so I felt this, and this is how I felt. That's, like, how it it kind of, like, repeats itself all the time. So there's a big – I'm not going to reveal the twist, but there's kind of this twist in relation to one of the characters having, uh, like, these abilities. Um, And when the twist comes, like, just – about what those are and how it happens, the the characters like, yeah, and then this thing happened, and wow, everything just was different, and
0: it was interesting. I'm like well, that,
1: that should be way more epic than. huh? <laughs> You're a wizard.
0: <laughs> Emotions are the mind killer. I've never said this publicly, but and they're gonna revoke my film snob membership card. But I don't, I can't stand David Lynch.
2: Not a fan either. That's okay. Mulholland Drive is one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Um, I've, I've seen for a couple episodes of Twin
1: Peaks and it was good. Not a fan, but it's not for me. I mean, I'm not going to like, I'm, I, I don't love the guy. I'm not going to like, how dare you? David Lynch is
0: my friend, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> it's like how I feel is like how Seth felt in Superbad when he said, have you ever seen a vagina by itself? Not for me. <laughs> That's how I feel. But insert David Lynch film. <laughs>
1: <laughs> not for me.
0: I'm sorry. I'm really sorry to everyone. To everyone listening, I apologize.
1: Four stars.
0: <laughs> Plowing ahead, uh, Halloween Kills, uh, October 15th. Now, I did not see, and I know that this is my other card is being revoked. I never watched the, the Danny McBride-involved reboot of Halloween after the Rob Zombie reboot mm-hmm. of Halloween kind of killed all reboots for me. But it's actually a, supposedly very good. So the first Rob Zombie one
2: was good. The second one was horrific. Um, this was a re-sequel. So it is a sequel to the very first Halloween and pretends that two through 10 plus the reboot never existed. Never right? existed. And right. we're jumping right back in at two. And it was good, I hear. It you- was okay. There were a couple of things that happened where it's like, why the fuck did that happen? Like somebody just suddenly was like, you know what I think? I'm gonna kill some people too. It's like, okay, why? <laughs> and like it's normal Tuesday for me. Yeah, I get <laughs> uh, it. But I mean, it. it, it and as far as like, kind of trying to recreate the feel of the original Halloween, and like it being less of a, like a, a gore fest and more of like a um, it follows kind of general slow creep. Uh, they, they they hit the nail on the head on like this is what Halloween feels like.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna go back and visit it and and help help myself get excited for the threequel, right? Or the 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 re re sequel. Is it the re re sequel? I guess it's, it's a sequel to the re sequel. So anyway, it's coming out in October. Oh yeah, that is true. Uh, re Three threequel. Eternals, yes. November fifth. What do you guys think? You excited? Is this the movie that uh, Camille Nangiani is like super ripped yes. in? Yes, indeed. Uh, I want to see it just for yeah, that. It's got a bunch of good, uh, huge stars. Angelina Jolie. Um, I don't know much about the storyline that they're portraying. I don't know um, any of the characters. Yeah, they're the all same. like cosmic level characters. What was that, the, like?
1: Is this is different than the uh, that TV show that didn't do well? Yes. What was it? Was it wasn't Eternals, but it was like it. What was that? It was like Immortals or something. Something
0: weird. Oh, I, don't I didn't even remember. watch it. Whatever. it was. Ramsey Bolton I, was in it. I, that's all <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah, I know yeah. what you're <laughs> talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. no, that way different. These these are like. Beings that like created heaven and earth and shit or something. I don't know. Kimono. That's gonna be neat. Come on, Gianni. That's all I need. Come on, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Marvel. Okay. Ooh, okay. A little more interested now. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Like, Marvel could come out and we're like, here's our E list hero, <laughs> the blue beanie. Like, it's like, oh, that looks pretty good. Marvel, <laughs> I'm, I'm
0: in. I buy the merch. And then I <laughs> buy the merch. <laughs> Wrap it up December 10th, West Side Story. The reason I'm excited about that that's Spielberg, it's right? Steven Spielberg, yeah, okay. yeah with Ansel Elgort. Um, so the guy from Baby Driver, in case mm-hmm. you didn't know, and that's just the movies that were supposed to have come out. Isn't that insane? Yeah, in a different universe, we've seen all of these movies already as of right now, and we're just excited about the other ones we're about to talk about. And that's, that's
2: insane dude. How do you come back from that? How much money got left on the table right there?
0: I don't. I don't know. I mean, I, I, some studios might be hurting um but again that might be to the better if we could get more neons and more a24s then Mm. fuck yeah that's great you know what i mean and netflix doing phenomenal work now they're huge company now they're i do some like uh hobbyist money losing on the stock market kind of thing and so i happen to be privy to the shareholder info (laughs) i've (laughs) lost a lot of money in the stock (laughs) market not a big (laughs) deal Uh, but netflix is doing extremely well they added 200 million subscribers or something insane this year Uh, so they're in a position now where they're going to be liquid next year so they're not in any debt whatsoever Um, that's going to be really weird to stream liquid yes absolutely it's kind of like t2 like the oh. netflix 1000 nice. <laughs> think about it. that's what your water faucet is the
1: 1000 just stick your head <laughs> in the water fountain you're like oh yeah, streaming, fact,
0: things, streaming things streaming season five is so good most streams are liquid steve dumbass as andy pointed out <laughs> um, but what i'm saying is netflix has a lot of money and what's great about that is netflix gives uh, new filmmakers a lot of opportunities yeah uh, and netflix does a lot of good things even though you know it's Maybe or may not be cinema, uh, as far as like Scorsese's concerned, as far as the bright wall, the dark room, and all that stuff. But Scorsese just likes to yell at clouds, <laughs> like <laughs> like every other old man. He's a goddamn hero, Steve. So that's that's the end of the list of things that uh, were supposed to have already come out. Now, there's a lot of big stuff. And again, anybody that has anything they want to add, hop on in there. And please write into Pod at gmail.com. Let us know what you're excited about. I'm excited about... All this shit I'm about to talk about. (laughs) Everything else before that. (laughs) Malcolm and Marie, or is it Malcolm and Mary? I honestly don't know. I've never heard anyone say it out loud because I don't watch (laughs) trailers. But (laughs) it's a black and white film uh, directed by Sam Levinson uh, of Euphoria fame. It stars John David Washington. Oh, now I see why you're excited. And Zendaya. Yeah, absolutely. It comes out on February 5th, so by the time... No, that's not true. A little bit after you listen to this, it's coming out at the end of that week, so that'd be cool. Bet it's Marie. We'll take bets. I said actually, Marie the first time, right? Actually, it's so. actually yeah. it's Rafe. <laughs> <laughs> Malcolm and Rafe coming out on Netflix. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah, uh, directed by Chaka King, will also be out on February 5th on HBO Max. It stars Daniel Kaluuya, Lakeith Stanfield, and Martin Sheen. That's going to be fucking awesome. I highly recommend you folks check that Dude, out. I
2: love Lakeith Stanfield. Everybody's a so buzz. Much.
0: He's so good. And I feel like we were on the beginning of that train. Mm-hmm. Like, Andy Lakeith Stanfield. Sorry to bother you and shit. Oh, yeah. The trailer for that movie is very intense. I didn't see it, but I just read, like, people I really respect shit in their pants about it. <laughs> and I, I, like, I like shit in my pants. I want to join this. Bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> Pippin, you clearly are ahead of us on that. Bring it on. Uh, Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, f- beautiful looking animated film directed by uh, Paul Briggs and Dean Wellens that comes out on March 5th. It's got Aquafina and Kelly Marie Tran. So I love both those people. Um, also, I love the music
1: of that movie. <laughs> the, the trailer that's got this weird like wah, 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 that like weird guitar I don't know what instrument it is. Is it a like, sitar? It could be. I don't know. It's just weird like but it just gets you hyped because she's like does like a like a cool thing where she's trying to like indiana jones style open a temple gate or something and then she opens the door and there's a ninja and then it goes wah, 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 and it's like yeah fight like i don't know I, I really like the music of that
0: so i'm interested to see i really it. need to watch some of these trailers you're selling me on it i'll find it i'm and super spoiler averse but so all i'm going off of is cast list director list and screen grabs from trailers i'm like okay spoiler alert i'm down for that palette has music Okay <laughs> Bangers, you might say. the kids might say. The kids say it slaps. There's a movie called "Nobody" coming out in April 2nd. Um, I don't know much about it because I don't watch trailers or anything, but I was only worth mentioning because it stars Bob Odenkirk, Riza, and Christopher Lloyd. Oh, I remember oh, seeing the trailer for this. This is like the, the Bob Odenkirk falling down.
1: Yeah, like uh, yeah, it looks like that more like Bob Odenkirk is John Wick kind of deal
2: (laughs) I gotta see this it looks pretty cool
0: like what the hell and where's Christopher Lloyd been
2: I don't know man stuck in the page master bro
0: (laughs) I like that you went page master instead of back to the future I love the Page Master. It's a good movie. It um, is. That, I was I, gonna make yeah. a I was hoping Steve would hop in with a Christopher Lloyd impersonation telling Bob Odenkirk to, have, to get it up to Bob Odenkirk. 88 miles per hour. <laughs> oh shit, but
1: to be a good action film, you have to get it to 88 miles per hour. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is heavy. Uh, Mortal Kombat. Reboot. Yes. Yeah.
1: yes, this movie's probably gonna suck,
0: but I cannot wait. The first it's one sucked. It's and the second one. Suck. Yes. And I loved them both. <laughs> So it I, really can't suck worse. Uh, it might cheer you up to know James Wan is producing it. So I it doubt up. it'll okay. suck. Okay, there you go. Fuck. I just want the guy from uh, Ong Bok to play Liu Kang. Uh, it's already been cast, so that's either true or not Jai? true. It is not. Damn. Not that I'm aware of.
1: Uh, people seem to be happy with who who was yeah. cast, though. I okay. remember. Um, uh, so
0: the m- Mortal April Kombat. This is April 16th on HBO Max.
1: Mortal Kombat is one of my favorite game franchise. Like I, you know, I love all those games. I feel like the most recent entries in the games have been like really, really stellar in terms of like they have like a really good story mode, which mm-hmm. is really surprising for a fighting game. But uh like you said, Chris, the first two movies from the nineties are dog shit. Mm-hmm. They're terrible, mm-hmm. but I love them yes. because they're so bad. Like there's this infinite line where uh shit, uh the Carradine who plays um Raiden. Um, and I loved him from oh, all the Van
0: Damme movies. He was always he's in the Quest. Yeah, well,
1: he has man. like the, there's that infinite line where he's where he, it's clearly like a an outtake that they left in the movie because he's like looking at the heroes. It's there, it's a scene where we're on the boat and he's like the fate of billions depend on you.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> he, he laughs and then he stops laughing. and Goes <laughs> wait, isn't that Sorry. Christopher Lambert? He, we, yeah, or Lambert. Yeah, you're right. It is Christopher Lambert? It's not. It's not a Carotene, my bad. It is Christopher Lambert, but yeah, it's clearly he goes ha ha ha, and then sorry, and then walks off. And it's like, <laughs> that could not have been in the script. He's like, great, Raiden maniacally laughs and then embarrassed
0: apologizes <laughs> in embarrassment. No, that was in there.
1: But there was a I don't know if you guys remember like in twenty ten I feel like there was a series of short films that was that were made. Yes, about Mortal Kombat, and those were really those were good. Awesome. And I
0: think this is going to be closer to what those could have been. Yeah. Um, Wasn't Christopher Lambert recast in the second one? And it was another guy from the Van Damme movies as Raiden?
1: Might have been. There was several recasts. How awesome would it have been if Christopher Lambert
0: showed up? They just brought cut off the new guy's head and said there can only be there one. There can only be one.
1: <laughs> Chris actually they they I think they did voice. They got Christopher Lambert's voice and you can unlock that skin of Raiden in the new game where it's Christopher Lambert from the movie. Mm, that's pretty cool. They did the same thing with the guy who played the original Shang Sung from the movie. They even have the Tom's the face like, is, your soul is in there. Yeah,
0: it's mine. Yeah. I just
2: know somebody pointed out on Twitter and they were a hundred percent right that Mortal Kombat nowadays is like uh, super smash brothers only it, it the characters are chosen by your dad because it's like rambo and terminator
1: and shit like that oh, i hate that shit personally <laughs> like when they do those dlc drops like when they're always like new dlc you get rain i'm like okay i love rain oh you get ermac all right cool you get rambo you get Ripley no. from Alien. Like, I, I, I play Mortal Kombat so I can play that, Mortal I, Kombat characters, not fucking RoboCop. Like, right? <laughs> I yeah. love RoboCop, but not in this context, you know? Yeah, it's dumb.
0: Yeah, keep it in the universe. Yeah. yeah. I don't like RoboCop. Gaykeeping. I, like, I like the... <laughs> 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 we love gatekeeping. <laughs> Quote us. Um, Cruella is, is coming out on... May twenty eighth, which you can guess what that is. And so it's kind of like a Maleficent type thing where it's the Emma Stone, right? Yeah, Emma. That's the only. You guys know about this shit? I didn't know about any of this shit. <laughs> I didn't know about this. Are they making Cruella not? It, well, like how kinda, she became Cruella? Yeah, like as a young like, woman,
1: did a dog like ferociously like
0: <laughs> who knows attack man? her, and so she's who like knows, goes hey.
1: make them pelts. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna add a lot
0: of sympathy to that. Both her parents she were actually a, murdered by a rabid Dalmatian. It turns out.
1: Her, oh yeah! It's I like was gonna 20 go twenty minute one take.
0: I was gonna go so much darker than the scenario you just made. I'm glad you didn't because that was pretty dark. <laughs> <That one. laughs> and I don't want to hear where your little brain is going. I'm
1: embarrassed to say it, it, so <laughs> it. so we're gonna move
0: on. Mortal Kombat <laughs> poisoned your mind. Get over here!
1: She like uppercuts a dog and <laughs> a <bit. laughs> Bestiality! Oh no! <laughs> oh. Animality! Animality! That's what I meant. Animality!
0: That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, On June 25th, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, directed by Andy Serkis, starring, of course, Tom Hardy, Michelle Williams, Woody Harrelson, Naomi Harris. I'm still going. I don't know anyone else in it, but there's more. Morbius. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Morbius. (laughs) <laughs> Isn't that true? That aren't they supposed to be like a shared universe thing? Uh, probably. Like uh, I, uh, I, I really can't Michael, see
0: Tom Hardy signing up for that. Michael but. Keaton's supposed to be in Morbius.
1: Oh, as Batman. At, no, as um, oh, as
0: Batman. <laughs> Andy, goddamn he's, he's
1: coming back as Batman. You ever yes, heard about he that? Is, yeah, in the D, one of the DC shows. This oh god. Okay. But no, no, Keaton. Martin. Ke- oh shit, you're right. <laughs> Michael Keaton's coming back as the Vulture in Mo- Morbius. He's going to be like the, the Nick know. Fury of the Sony Spider-Man you know, villains MCU. Yeah. you want to call that. I like okay. it. I like it. it. I guess they're going to... They're, Sony's been rock hard for a Sinister oh, Six movie for like right. the last two decades. So maybe they're, they're using uh, Michael Keaton as their Nick Fury. To like, I'm assembling a team of sinister individuals, preferably six of them. <laughs> and they're bringing Doc Ock back though, right? Uh, I don't know. In what context like the actual doctor Oh, it's the Yeah, they're doing like the like almost a
0: multiverse thing. I think yeah. with the new Spider-Man yeah. movie. It's going to be cool, man. I'm down for it. All uh, spider is my, my, going my to favorite be Spider-Man villain. So. I know that he is. Why I brought him up? I want to like get you going. Mr. Molina? But then you dropped the ball. You were just like, <laughs> "Who?" And uh, we will never toss you any baseballs ever again. Or any kind of balls. Uh, it's Rafe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm excited <laughs> about this one. Have you guys heard of the film Zola? No. So it was no. Supposed, this is one of the ones that was supposed to come out in 2020, but it wasn't like a huge tentpole, so I didn't bring it up. Um, but it's got Taylor Page and, I don't know, Riley Cuff, I guess is how you pronounce that. But the story is based on a young woman who ended up taking a road trip with a random stripper. Not random, because that would be all strippers were equally likely to have been chosen. But anyway, a stripper <laughs> she didn't know okay. uh, down to Florida. And this story was told in a series of tweets that went viral. And then became a sto- uh, it was picked up by Rolling Stone, and they basically just showed all the tweets and commented on it. So that's, and, th- and it was turned into a movie. Wow. So, so this is an adaptation of a tweet thread, uh, but it made the rounds at film Damn. festivals and was supposed to be really good and crazy. And I'm um, just excited about it. So that's called Zola. What we'll a time to that. be alive. That's viral. I know, right? June 30th. I ate at a place called Zola yesterday. I was really confused. You went to for Zola Pub? I went there last it's night. It's very delicious, my favorite burger. Uh Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings, May 7th. Super excited about this one. Aquafina. Yes. Lee Tony Lung. Hopefully I pronounced those correctly. I'm so sorry.
1: Put Aquafina in everything. Aquafina. Um no, I'm really excited that they're making this movie. It's it's a character that I'm I'm not familiar with, to be honest, in terms of like Marvel canon. Right. But I I'm more familiar with the Ten Rings organization in Marvel. Um because that's the the organization that um, the Mandarin runs, correct? I have no idea. Because like he in in the movies, he always had ten rings on, because that symbolized the uh, the group. One that he's on each to, finger, you could say. It, well, unless he lost one, that would be embarrassing. <laughs> um, but apparent, but like you know, everything I read about who this character is, because again, I'm coming at it from a perspective where I, I had never heard about it until they announced this movie last year. And but everything I hear about, it, I'm like, oh, cool, I like the sound of that. Show me some Marvel martial arts. Get the guy who did the Daredevil stunts in there, not the guy who did Iron Fist. Yeah, that was no. so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I am the immortal Iron Fist.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that was literally his line of dialogue every two minutes. He did, he did what he could. Poor guy. Yeah, so that that I think it's going to be awesome. I love everything about Phase Four uh, so far, at least what I'm hearing. Uh, so Cinderella, uh, I don't know why. I'm, Are they giving Cinderella a, an edgy backstory like? Cinderella,
1: <laughs> played by Camilla Cabela. I love, I love, Remember the one with Brandy, like made for TV
0: movie. Absolutely. How could mid, I forget? 90s seminal. No, I never a watched it. Big deal at the time.
1: Space Jam Two. <laughs> <I> just... <laughs> I hope in the future, if we ever like are discussing something that doesn't quite land, Andy just will chime in. It was a big deal at the time.
0: <laughs> Dude, do you remember the one? <laughs> yeah, that obscure it. movie from the 90s? No one responds. It was a big deal at the time. <laughs> Andy just starts talking about his guitar picks. Got one from Primus. <laughs> I like Primus. Uh, Space Jam 2. What's that do for you, Andy? That's one with LeBron, right? LeBron. Uh, Don Cheadle. I can feel it. Ryan Coogler producing. Okay. Does that do anything for you? That He did,
2: I don't want to be wrong, Black Panther. Panther. Okay, yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, hell yeah. I love the shit out of the original Space Jam. I watched mm. that so many times. Fly. It's big deal. I, don't, I
0: almost started singing it, and then I was like, I don't think we're allowed to do R. Kelly anymore. Andy's just going <laughs> for it. Do it, Andy. Let's hear it. <laughs> I believe I can fly. Sorry. Oh, man. So... July 23rd I don't know how there's a release date There's a movie called Old Directed by M. Night Shyamalan hmm. But everything about it Is shrouded in mystery Other than apparently the release date Which is actually fairly soon uh, But that's all. I Twist think. ending It's about young people All we know there is Yes We will There's Jeez I can talk It's a good thing there's Talking's not important on this medium Yeah uh, The Green Knight Was yes. supposed to come out can you just give us the Green Knight, please? And last night in Soho. So I didn't know anything about the Green Knight. Is that a Sir Gawain thing? It is. It's yes, it's, awesome. It is in reference to Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Um, it's in that time period, eighteen hundreds, right? Uh, no, that's what I mean. Eighteenth like century. It, yeah.
2: Uh, well, no, it would be like the twelfth century. Or yeah, something it's like pretty that. old. Yeah.
0: I don't think so. it's that. I don't.
2: Oh, like setting versus when it was written? Correct. Oh God, I don't know when it was written. I've had to read it a thousand times.
1: Yeah, but
0: the setting is definitely like Camelot era times. Is it really? Yeah. I thought it was more like the writing of it kind of thing. Anyway, it's got Dev Patel, uh, Alicia Vikander, Joel Edgerton, uh, directed by David Lowry, and everybody that has seen it has just been up in the, you know, over the moon about it. It was supposed to be out forever ago. Super pissed Mm -hmm. off. I saw the trailer for it a year ago. No, I mean it yeah. was
1: like at the moment I saw that trailer, I was like, I because visually it's very striking and different. It looks like a horror seen.
0: film almost.
1: Yeah, it's what's well, and it's also an A twenty four film as yes. well. So you kind oh, of like shit. that that pedigree going into it, and you know it's just such a different looking take on, um, you know that time period and that style of film, you know, just down to the casting of Dev Patel as as a knight yep. in what what appears to be, I guess, England by all... You Solid know, guess, as far as item na- it, goes. It looks like at the end he's fighting some
0: sort of Norwegian-looking, you know, frost I giant or something. I didn't see the trailer except for before I closed my eyes during the, at the theater, so... Spoiler alert, Death Patel's in it. No, I She's knew that. <laughs> and by the way, Mr. Ebert himself supports me. I was reading a review of Castaway that he had written back in the day, uh, and he spent the entire review of the film... Bitching about how the trailer spoiled the film. And like, literally, 80% of the review of Castaway was lamenting that he had seen the trailer and that it spoiled it. And I was like, that was my spirit animal. Like, that, I, that's me. That's why I don't watch them. I mean, they show trailers are an art form that are just not done well anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the trailer from Matrix? No. That's a really good trailer. Is it? You really don't kind of, I mean, you don't really know. The one
1: know that what was the,
0: like, that one?
1: I'm trying to think of which. Major I remember trailer the trailers
0: for the other
2: ones, but not for the first. It's
0: one. It's just like Neo wrapping the rope around his arm, trying to hold a helicopter, and you're like, "What the fuck? Why would he try to pick up a helicopter? You're not, uh, you're not that strong." You know, it's, just, <laughs> it's really intriguing. That's just a man. <laughs> That's a really heavy helicopter, sir. I need to watch this movie. See what happens.
1: Or you can can go the alternate route and uh, release a trailer like the Rogue One trailer where like 90% of it is not footage used in the movie. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Throw them off the trail. I like that. Um,
1: Yeah. That famous line that's not even in the
0: movie. (laughs) (laughs) Well, probably because of the reaction to it, but I actually liked it. I liked it too. Um, Okay. So we're we're all super... And can I also bitch about something else? Do you mind? Not at all. A24 Merchandise. Sold out fucking immediately. A24 merchandise. You can't get it. What the fuck, A24? They sell it on their website. It just sells out. I know. It always says sold out over it. Like, make more. Clearly, it's in demand.
2: I have a couple of A24 shirts, and I did not buy them from A24, and I wish I could have, but sorry, guys. You guys need to sell more. I
0: want a hoodie. I want whatever they can give me. For real. Coffee cup.
2: (laughs) I learned from their merch. It's not A24. It's A24. Yeah. It's crazy.
0: Doesn't matter. I don't have any of it. So, oh, you guys said A24. Mm-hmm. We did oh, for years. Yeah, still. Oh, there. I always assumed it was A24. I know. I don't know why B. your brain may or may not do that, but yeah, we yeah, went it's... for A2. I would love. Well, to... if it
2: was just two four, I would have hundred percent called it twenty four. I think the A is what throws you off and makes you feel like you need to break
1: it up. Yeah,
0: going into the psychology of it. So how about that? Doesn't matter though because we can't wear anything that says it on there legally because it's hard to buy.
1: I got a sharpie and some white t-shirts, guys. Let's <laughs> no. Make... <laughs>
0: i just wanted to complain so if there's any listeners out there that would like to gift me some of their a24 merch <laughs> that'd be wonderful uh suicide squad james gunn august 6th very excited about this i was very excited about the 2016 version i actually like david Ayer most of the time because obviously it was a it was basically a two-hour trailer slash music video D- didn't go well
1: not necessarily his fault in that regard supposedly um, not they Are you re-
0: saying hashtag release the David Ayer cut? No, Steve. because I don't want to watch that
1: movie again. But uh, I, I mean, I don't
0: want to watch the Snyder Cut either. I don't either.
1: <laughs> I just I, there's that
0: that was going to be a big reveal at the end of this episode. Have we uh, forgot anything else that's coming out this year, guys? You're going to be like, no, I don't think so, Chris. You're pretty thorough. And I was going to be like, the Snyder Cut. <laughs> I'm glad we got that out of the way because we both <laughs> would have been like, boo. <laughs> no,
1: gonna, but no, I'm going to watch it. There was that big whole kerfuffle with the original Suicide Squad, where like they released the trailer that had like Bohemian Rhapsody, and that was so popular that they're like, g- g- Fire David Ayer, who's editing it currently, and hire the production team that edited the trailer for us and just yeah. make it a music video for an hour and a half. And,
0: oh, I hated that movie so much. It well, only because good. I wanted to love it so badly, I think, yeah,
1: because it had such potential,
0: yes, um, which is why they're basically rebooting it. I mean, this one's called. The, the Suicide, Suicide Squad, Squad yeah. mm-hmm. instead of Suicide Squad Two, which is hilarious. Like they're they're like forget the other one essentially. So and there's the Suicide
2: Squad
1: Rocksteady game coming out. I'm so stoked yeah, that was yeah that looks too. really good. I'm stoked. The cast for the new Suicide Squad is just a who's who of like really awesome character actors mm-hmm. and John Cena. Um, like I, felt like Philip
2: Seymour Hoffman was still alive, he'd be in this
1: movie. 100. Um, the wait, the wait, doctor's in it. I think he's the thinker. Peter Capaldi's in it. Um, uh, I forget. I can never remember the, this actor's name, but he plays um, the Polka Dot Man. He was uh, like Baba Yaga, the guy from Ant Man, who's like the Baba Yaga, the Russian Russian friend. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. I don't know his name, but so I don't we've know who got you're Pete about. Davidson.
1: Yeah, Pete Davidson. That guy has you know first to die on the mission Suicide Squad member written all over it. He does <laughs> yeah, for
0: sure. Uh, Idris Elba. Yes. Um, Nathan Fillion might have been who you were thinking of. Of course, Joel Kenneman again. I love Nathan Fillion. Yeah, Nathan Fillion's um, He's supposed to be like No Arms Boy or something. No I, I think that is his name, No Arms Boy. Yeah, he's uh, got like a really silly name. Did like you that. See his Uncharted short film thing. Zoe oh, Saldaña. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's, that's great. Really Taika Waititi. Dwayne is Johnson is Black Adam. Yeah. Probably some cameos, lots of cameos. James uh, Gunn's got an awful lot of pool, don't you know? His brother Ezra Miller. His brother's in it as the uh, the weasel character. The weasel. I don't know anything about these obscure I don't either. DC characters and someone I mean, out of it, I'll
1: be honest, like out of all the characters they named, I knew like I knew King Shark, I knew Polka Dot Man, I Inicio knew Inicio
0: Del Toro. What? Mm. Sylvester Stallone's photo day, on IMDb just needs a lot of work, that's all I'm saying.
1: I think Benicio is going to be in a couple movies this year. There's actually one that's on my list. We'll see if Chris gets to it that Benicio is in. I swear to I God. I, I, I had I got to check it. myself,
2: but I was like, oh, he's Before playing The Collector again. Yourself.
0: The Collector. <laughs> and he can't keep his comic <laughs> book universes in check.
1: Magnificent.
0: That was a good one. That's a good, good collector. Thank you. So this movie, all I know about it, I don't even know how to pronounce the title. That's how little I know about it. B-I-O-S and I don't know if it's pronounced B-I-O-S or BIOS or BIOS so BIOS, <laughs> bios is an IT term BIOS um, is it
2: or, yeah it's for like the uh, startup process for your computer um, that is you go into your BIOS to set up to like activate your memory and set what the boot drive is going to be and stuff like that.
0: Well, it was written as all caps, so maybe that's how you it. Mm-hmm. It's an acronym.
1: I don't honestly know what it stands for.
0: So it stars this Tom Hanks.
1: We, this is why we have Andy on the show. Look at this guy. He's bringing in such an expertise.
0: No, for sure. We, this is.
1: What, I mean, we're professionals. Andy, tell us more about c- computers.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> Basic Input Output System. There, there you, you go. go. Uh, it's directed by Miguel Sapochnik is why I wrote it down. Very excited. Ooh. The director of the Battle of the Bastards. Nice. All the good all Game, all the Game of good Thrones episodes. 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 Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm really excited to see what he does with the feature film, and it stars Tom Hanks, so can't go wrong there. What? America's Everyman. Is Tom Hanks going to battle a fucking frozen zombie man? I freaking hope so. And a dragon? I say that man... <laughs> I don't know what I say. I actually blanked out, picturing Tom Hanks fighting the frozen zombie man, <laughs> probably talking him down, and the frozen zombie man your brain coming to actually terms for his.
1: Your brain for a second like achieved into the higher reality <laughs> of existence, and then came down.
0: <laughs> yeah, it peeked my head into the multiverse of madness. Uh, I only brought this movie up because it's funny. So, Deep Water. Have you heard about this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? So this is a Wasn't movie. Is that a movie from like fifteen years I feel ago like it or was. something? No, uh, there's Deep Horizon. Uh, there's a lot of deep. Movies. This is Deep Water. Deep it's about a married couple who end up fighting with one another over something silly and then murder ensues. Guess who it stars? Will Ferrell. Ben Affleck and Anna DeArmas. Oh, banana. Or are, are now split up. Banana split. And he, and he threw away the cardboard cutout. It's a whole thing. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. So it's the new Geely. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and Anna's blowing up. Yeah. I love her so much. She deserves every bit of it. She's so yeah. good. Uh, I'm going to go watch the 4K Ultra HD version of Blade Runner 2049, I think. Mm-hmm. Just, just thinking of Anna Darmus. Anyway. It's a great movie. The Beatles Get Back, a documentary. That's one with Peter Jackson. Peter right? Jackson. You guys know an awful lot of stuff about movies. <laughs> I just tell you what, I'm impressed. <laughs> And uh, so there was another
2: Beatles documentary that came out uh, like last year, or maybe the year before. It was really depressing and it was more about like the Beatles falling apart. And this is like the antithesis of that. Get I'm back. Really
0: stoked. It's where they get back, baby. <laughs> he apparently did a really good documentary about the World Wars one or two. I'm not sure.
1: They they will
0: be young or they will, ne- something they will, like that. They will never grow old or something like yeah, that. They will be young they because they will never grow old. No, that, that, that documentary is really good. I, I saw never watched that. it, and I only read about it. Worrying about this, and you I'm definitely should in myself.
1: watch it. I mean, it's World I mean, War it's, Two,
0: right? No, it's World War One. Is it one? Okay,
1: uh, specifically because um, there's not a lot of like because the big like hook to get people to watch that movie was the restoration process to all the World War One footage because all the footage. Does they he put they it use, in color? Yeah, he makes it widescreen. He
0: changes. He fixes the color, color speed. He uh the shutter speed. Excuse me, because you know, like old. I didn't know because cringe. you're the editor and stuff, and I'm more like a writer, pen and Dude, paper guy. I thought color speed was a thing <laughs> when and I'm just nodding, looking when, at Steve Rackett. Like, uh-huh. And the listener,
1: I highly encourage you to do this if you have not seen this movie. Um, there's literally a scene because the movie starts off in that, you know, that uh, it's not four by three, it's even smaller, but that aspect ratio of how old film was shot. Right. And the documentary uses all footage from that time period. There's nothing contemporary shot, it's all footage from that era. Um, they don't use interviews to tell the story or anything. It's just any inter- or inter- any interviews they do have in it were recorded like in the fifties when they originally interviewed people who survived the war. Right. They don't do any contemporary stuff. Um, but there's a shot where they finally get to the battlefield, and you get the aspect ratio, and the footage is all grainy and shit, and it slowly zooms in, becomes full HD, fully colored, completely restored, and it is fucking mind blowing how insanely good it looks because you know all this black and white footage there's like a disconnect when you see no, all black for and sure. white footage it like seems that like it didn't happen like right. oh that's a different time but when you like change the shutter speed to be more modern and you color it all of a sudden it's like wow those are people so yeah, yeah go go watch that movie look up that shot at least on
0: youtube um it's great i'm definitely gonna watch that my son is super into it sounds weird world war one and two right now um so maybe i can watch that with him so I'll do that but that's the beatles get back peter jackson and i got to respect him he's got blank check power after lord of the rings mm-hmm. and let's forget lovely bones for a second but then he did you know the the decent king kong mm-hmm. and now he's choosing to do these documentary films i don't yeah. know. i think i really respect that um, they shall not grow old. that was a movie i was talking about sorry no you there you go but they also won't and they also are forever young in every other iteration of Nobody getting old that you were reaching for. Yep, immortal. <laughs> uh, 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 Leonardo DiCaprio no, uh, the <laughs> Paul Rudd no. <laughs> the Last Duel. It's a Ridley Scott film uh, with Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver, and Jodie Comer, and that's all I know. And it that comes out on October fifteenth, doesn't I didn't it? Think about that. that Who cares? Awesome. That's all you need to know. Yeah. Uh, Mission Impossible Seven. Hell yeah! Written and directed for a third time by Christopher McQuarrie by the COVID testing robot. Oh <laughs> yeah, I'm so fucking excited. And it, it, Tom Cruise is such a piece of shit, but damn, is he good at what he does? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I anything
1: Tom Cruise is in, I will see. Just, like his his whole Scientology thing is insane it's and terrible. Yeah, but you know, every it's so weird because every other thing you hear about him sounds great. Like, he sounds like such a nice person. Except for the Except for that psychotic glaring murder cult. fucking murder yeah. cult that he's in. And it's like... Gosh. Like, it's he, his only flaw. He was in so much... <laughs> it's a pretty big one. <laughs> <laughs> he was in so much trouble for yelling at people about the COVID shit. And that was like one of the few celebrity freakouts. So I'm like, yeah, lay into him, Tom.
0: <laughs> Get your robot to kick their ass.
1: <laughs> Tom. Now, hop across that roof and break your ankle again. Steve calls
0: him Tom. Tommy. Uh, this is... One, I had no idea existed, and you guys probably already knew because you watch trailers. I don't, I don't even think there is a trailer about it. I'm probably most excited about this, other than maybe two or three other things. Last night in Soho, I'm most excited about, by mm-hmm. the way. And do you guys know what that is? Yes, mm-hmm. I agree right. movie. I you know right. you do, but I did not know if you had talked about it or anything. Mm-hmm. Huge boner for that. Uh right, so This is true. called Nightmare Alley. Oh,
1: that's the... Uh, actually, no, never mind. I don't know what that is.
0: Guillermo del Toro. I'm in. Right? All right. Starring. Are you ready for this? Listener, are you sitting down? I know sometimes you're you're listening while you're doing the dishes and stuff like I do. Sit down. If
1: you're driving, pull over. Pull
0: over. Okay. You should be pulled over now. Nightmare Alley, directed by Guillermo del Toro. Starring Bradley Cooper, Kate Blanchett, Willem Dafoe, Richard fucking Jenkins... Tony Collette, Ron Perlman, Rooney Mara. That's a bomb cast right there. What? That's a good cast. What? That's a hella good what? cast. What? <laughs> I, I think this is the first reunion. Does it take place in an alley? Are there know. nightmares? I don't know anything about it. It could be Diagon Alley is for it, all is I is give it a shit. Is it just the fish man from? The one alley in New York. <laughs> I love The Shape of Water. You shut your damn Is it mouth, the fish, Steve. The
1: fish man from Shape of Water, who's it's like, I, I live in an alley now. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nightmare.
0: Why does he talk like he's from Jersey and he smokes three packs a day? Let's see how you talk if you live underwater. Water. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. You'll be a. You'll be a. I can't do it. It's too funny to picture it. You'll be a fish
1: in an alley. Get out of my alley. It's my alley. (laughs) This is a nightmare. There's no. There's no water in here. Life's been rough since that
0: broad left me. (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm still excited to see it. I have to share a two bedroom apartment (laughs) with Pan. Get it from the labyrinth because it's a labyrinth. (laughs) Untitled Spider-Man sequel. (laughs) oh my god that was dumb (sighs) all right that's big at the time this one's huge matrix (laughs) nice (laughs) callback the matrix 4 directed by lana wachowski i honestly don't care yeah yeah you're not excited no No. it's gonna be amazing
2: that animatrix was this Matrix
0: sequel, we deserved, and we already got it. So I think it's going to be phenomenal. It's got if if it was like anyone but a Wachowski Mm -hmm. and anyone but Keanu Reeves, I wouldn't be excited at all. It'd be a heartless cash grab. They're all very wealthy, and if there wasn't something solid in this script, they wouldn't bother. My opinion was
2: the last big movie they did, Cloud Atlas.
0: I think so. It's not them, by the way, it's just Lana. Right, 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 right. Yeah. I don't know why I didn't read on the politics of that, but um, I think it's going to be incredible. I mean, the you Cloud know, Atlas was phenomenal.
1: On paper- Sense8
0: was amazing. On paper, Matrix 4 doesn't interest me, but that might change if I see what their vision is. But you follow is. my logic, though, right? It could be awesome. Like, the script, Keanu's not going to just jump in and do whatevs. Sure, I mean, the first Matrix was amazing. Matrix 2 is pretty good.
1: The third one was a movie- <laughs> um, so the potential's there we'll see like I like I like it when my sci-fi gets philosophical and I like Keanu Reeves going yeah
0: I don't know um, what they're gonna do actually I mean with him being carted off as, as cyber Jesus and stuff I mean that's I don't know how they could bring Keanu back but I'm excited I guess because I mean they could do anything there's already like a multiverse in the Matrix there's a there's a lot of ways you could go with it. For sure. But it's got Keanu Reeves, Jessica Henwick. I love Jessica Henwick so much. I think she's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Jada Pinkett Smith is back. What Spoiler alert for the old Matrix movies. Isn't Carrie Ann Moss's character dead? Trinity? In Matrix
2: World?
1: I mean... I thought she died in Matrix 3. You're well, right. They wreck the
2: thing to get to the baby face, and she gets all impaled and stuff. Yeah. And, and, Wait, doesn't
1: he heal her? Because because she has that pretty moment where the, one of the be- the only good moments in Matrix 3 is when they like go above the clouds and she sees the sky for the yes. first time yeah. and she's like awesome and then like dies immediately after that
0: I, th- I th- doesn't think he, he Jesus her? her It doesn't matter though because he's definitely dead and he you know yeah. that was a weird bone to pick after Keanu's back I mean that he got Right but he's Jesus. He can resurrect. Yeah.
1: I mean they just threw him in a cave uh, for 3 days and he came back.
0: Could be the second coming. I the tomb is empty, Chris. <laughs> so this is Matrix 4 Easter, is what you're saying? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> nice. Uh, Yahya Abdul Mateen the second. Neil Patrick Harris. Was that the guy that played uh, Dr. Manhattan? Doctor Manhattan, yeah. I know him mm. from um 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 the Bos Lerman show on Netflix. Get down, get down. Oh yeah, get down on it. Uh, Neil Patrick Harris. I wrote that down for Andy. He's a huge NPH fan. Book, yeah, and is he he's new in the Agent? Matrix. He's in the Matrix Four. No. I hope he's, he's the new Agent Smith. Guess character. who else is in it? Uh, no, 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 no. I bet I, ha- I bet I know who is. Who? Jonathan Groff. Okay, okay. I can see that. Yeah. You say. <laughs> I wish I could sing that. You can. You just did. No. You just did, buddy. You do it in a way that the listeners will appreciate. The
1: voice of an angel. And
0: then I wrote down some random shit, Andy. You made it all the way through. I actually read the entire list. Uh, okay. Steve's so excited because he thinks I missed something, but check this out. Sherlock Holmes 3. Top. Is that no, Guy Ritchie again? No, it is not Guy Ritchie. Uh, I'm very upset about that. Is it Robert Downey I Jr. Don't, yes. Jude Law? Yes, but okay. I still don't know if I'm excited or not. Well, the second one was not super good. It was, it was fun. The first one was dope. We've waited this long to have it not be directed by Guy Ritchie. Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Um, uh, there's a movie called Babylon with Emma Stone and Brad Pitt in talks to be in it, but it's the new Damien. Yeah. It's the new. <laughs> I don't know why It's <laughs> the new. I know. He's like, talks. <laughs> Losers.
1: <laughs> I don't know. That just reeks of desperation. Like, be interested in our movie. These actors are in talks. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, but it's Damien Chazelle. Is the director. So, oh I, I, I never like watched First guy. Man. I'm 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 ashamed. It's good. It's not I like first man. It's not his first two, but it's it's good. Uh, Army of the Dead, the new Zack Snyder flick. Uh, with Dave Batista. Zombie movie. Okay. Look good, look good, looks fun. Uh, the French fucking dispatch. Yes. Which yeah. we don't know when. Bring it. But it's to coming. Me. Give me. That's another one of my like top three. So it'd be like Last Night in Soho, Nightmare Alley, which Steve ruined, and the first dispatch. I, the French Dispatch. <laughs> <laughs> one more time? I said it in en oh, français. You don't understand this, Steve, uh, so sorry. it's not a big deal. Well, okay, what did I miss, Steve? Did I pick anything or miss anything you were getting? Or? Well, honestly, I just really wanted to talk about French Dispatch. That was the one that I was like, please don't forget that because Wes Anderson is I'm, my face. Uh, look, uh, I, wrote it, I wrote it down in all capital letters with an exclamation point. None do, of the other films got that. Do you have the cast
1: that. list up for that movie? Because that is a freaking bomb it's cast. It's too
0: insane. It I couldn't do
1: it. Oh, oh, here. This is coming up, because, listener, you may not know this, but I'm a huge
0: Wes Anderson fan. What's your favorite Wes Anderson film?
1: Royal Tenenbaums with a bullet.
0: Without even saying it? Like, you didn't even have to think about it or nothing? No,
1: it's it's Royal Tenenbaums. Uh, I think, objectively, if I'm being objective, Grand Budapest Hotel is a far superior movie, but because Royal Tenenbaums was my first sort of, like, introduction to him, uh, and I think it's a... I think if... I think it's definitely his second best movie if 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 you look at it objectively.
0: Our buddy Jimmy has a, a Richie tattoo. Yeah. Oh really?
1: Yeah. Okay. So I
0: dressed as Richie
2: for Halloween one year and I used what I thought was temporary beard dye and it turned out it wasn't and I had I have blonde hair and I had a very dark. Andy beard has a for beard to this months. day because of that costume.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so French dispatch, I'm gonna run down the names. This is a bomb cast. Andy you're gonna help me with one of these people. We got Timothee Chalamet You got the the girl I can never pronounce her name Uh, Saoirse Ronan Saoirse Ronan, thank you We've got Elizabeth Moss We got Leah Sudu We got Owen Wilson Francis McDormand Tilda Swinton Edward Norton Bill Murray Christoph Waltz Adrian Brody Adrian Brody Benicio Del Toro Again Yeah, Liev Schreiber Jason Swartman Hey, have you seen a Wes Anderson movie? Guess what? That cast is in this movie too Christoph
0: fucking Waltz Oh, Jeffrey Wright's in this too Oh, nice Henry Winkler the Wink. The, the Winkleton. Winklemeister. Bob what? Balaban. I don't know who I don't that is. Who that is. <laughs> Angelica Houston.
2: Holy shit. Did you guys watch the animated one he just did?
1: Uh, Isle of Dogs?
2: Yeah. 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 Was it good? Yeah, I liked I, it. I didn't see it. It's
0: Lois Smith. It's that lady. I think it's the fucking lady. From, I'm sorry. We're, we're, I promise we're professionals. I'm pretty <laughs> it's sure... It's the she's, fucking lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's from uh, the... The Bill Paxton tornado movie. Why am I blanking? Twister. 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 She's the mom in the house with the little dog and they save her. What's the movie that with is the tornado? 100% true. Isn't that her? <laughs> That's her. Yes. <laughs> Look at my eye. Leave
1: Schreiber. All right. Uh, other than French Dispatch, there's one big movie that you did leave out, Chris. And no, I'm, I didn't. I'm embarrassed that you didn't write it down because it might be the biggest
0: movie of the year. Lay it on me, Boss Baby Two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> family business, family business. I, my son's actually going to be really excited. He watched <laughs> the entire Boss Baby series in addition to the original film. Hold up, you need to stop right there. Hold and, ex- and explain to me series. There's a show on Netflix. What based on Boss Baby, and they do Boss Baby shit. Is
1: Alec doing I the series?
0: So. I, let's find out. Andy, can you Google it for me? Can you drop some Googs? What am I looking up? Boss Baby, the show. That Alec Baldwin, the voice? Because I wasn't paying shocks
1: attention. shocks me. I, so, like, Boss Baby, from what I understand, was horribly reviewed, but it made a ton of money. So that's why they... Yeah, be like, it's let's, called let's, Back it in life. Business.
0: And then the movie's called Family Business. And I believe... It does not appear to have him.
1: Because I can't imagine... No, Alec it's Baldwin. J.P.
2: Karliak.
1: Yeah, I can't imagine Alec Baldwin. You want me to do what now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's definitely how he would say it. Me do, that's really good. Good impressions. The only one that I have that wasn't on your list was Conjuring Three. Um, oh, I, yeah. did, I actually elected not to write that down, and I don't know why. I love Vera Farmiga. the The first two Conjuring movies were fucking They're phenomenal. Awesome. The first one, especially, I don't know was like the me. best
2: horror movie that had come out in with in decades. Actually, I believe it started a renaissance. I think that would be fair to say. I agree. Um so I, I think it's called like Devil Made Me Do It or something like that. Yeah. Uh, what's
1: what's that univer that cinematic universe called? Like the Cuckoo um universe? Is what they call the conjuring cinematic universe? The cuckoo. I, I don't know. I've only I thought I had only ever heard it referred to as like the Annabelle universe, but I think it has a real here, you keep talking, I'll look it up. I think okay. it's
2: Goo Goo But it has some of the most effective horror scenes I've seen in such a long time. Just, like, iconic. uh, Like, the woman in the stairwell with the lighter, or or I think it was a match, and then the ghost that, like, leans into the frame and blows it out and stuff like that.
0: Or uh, Really good trailer
2: fodder. Right, or the second one where... uh, um, Patrick Wilson's facing the other direction and the little girls in the chair that he's interviewing and then it like darkens and gradually grows up the wall and becomes this thing. And God damn, there's some some phenomenal, phenomenal, iconic uh, horror moments in those two movies. And I I just can't wait to see what they do with the next one.
0: Steve, did you find
2: the
1: universe?
0: No. <laughs> maybe, you, maybe you just coined it.
1: No, I've definitely heard cuckoo. that somewhere.
0: Conjuring three, entering Steve's cuckoo universe. It's
1: it's it's cuckoo crazy.
0: <laughs> it was a big thing at the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, are there any other
0: uh, movies on the list that we're excited for coming up in 2021? No, I mean that's we just listed easily 50. Um, there I mean there's a bunch more I didn't delve too deeply into all of the obscure properties that uh, Netflix has coming out they've got some big big things I'm sure I'm really excited Uh, I think it's going to be great for this show thank you to the listeners for I know this was a long episode you found the universe no this is I just wanted to show this to you keep going no absolutely Uh, (laughs) I thought you were like pointing at me and I was like oh my god Steve found it he's not cuckoo but he actually is I just want to let the listeners know we are finding our footing. You know, we had been off the air for well over a year, almost two. uh, But I think we're quickly getting our uh, pattern back, our chemistry back. So thank you for hanging in there. If you're new, it gets slightly better than this. (laughs) That's all I'm saying. Like, slightly. Uh, I don't want to put your expectations too high because then I'm dooming us for failure. But. Um, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, you can email us anytime at streamingthingspod at com and enter the conversation. We absolutely love your emails. We love your emails so much that Steve wants to touch on a couple.
1: Yeah, we got a bunch of emails coming in. Um, you know, We requested some last week, and I'm only going to read one of them because it's special. Um, I apologize in advance because I'm going to butcher your name. Uh, this one comes in from Steven Fuksevich. I hope <laughs> I pronounce that Steven. Um, I think you did a great job. That's
0: almost definitely how it's pronounced.
1: Duh. Um, he writes, glad you dudes are back at it. Have you thought that maybe you guys being off the air for a year is what caused the clusterfuck of 2020? Seems to correlate time-wise. <laughs> you should be ashamed of the death and destruction you have left in your wake. We are. Uh, <laughs> he writes, uh, he continues, anywho, can't wait to see what you guys have in store. Anywho? Ex- yeah. He gives us, he gives us a great episode, recommend, uh, episode, topic recommendations that i think are great um but he but he ends off by going here's to a better year an unequivocally better president and the many last you bring to your listeners p.s not sure if you remember me the creep who asked for shout outs taunting my then girlfriend well i married her after all couldn't have made it through the last year without her i have to say steven congratulations by the way for being married but and for we- having the same name as steven yeah i know it's kindred <laughs> spirits <laughs> Um, I have to say though, Stephen, this email threw me for a goddamn roller coaster because I when I was reading, it was like two in the morning when I read this and I read the creep who asked for shout outs, taunting my then girlfriend, and I said, <laughs> "And I'm in my bed at two in the morning going, "Oh no." And then the next sentence, "Well, I married her after all." And I went, "Oh yay!" <laughs> so congratulations, Stephen. Thank you. We do remember you. I do remember that shout out he asked for some time ago. Um, so thanks for
0: always listening, and
1: listener, you know, do what Chris suggested earlier and reach out to us. We
0: love hearing from you. You guys don't know how much we love it. Um, thank you so much to everyone that wrote in. Um, next week, we will be talking about uh, it's a Valentine's Day special. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be talking about our favorite screen romances. So not our favorite romance films per se, but our favorite on-screen romances. Um, the couples that just tickled us pink uh, <laughs> to celebrate Valentine's Day, which will be taking place a few days after this episode debuts. So, look forward to that. And that's about all the time we have for today. My name is Chris. I'm Andy, and I'm Steve. And this is Ben. Bestiality. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs>